Welcome to Homeschool Mama Self-Care. I'm Teresa Wiedrich from Capturing the Charmed Life. If you are a homeschool mama challenged by doubt, not sure that you can do this homeschool thing, if you're a homeschool mama challenged by overwhelm, there are just too many things to do, or you are a homeschool mama that isn't clear on what nurturing the nurturer looks like in real time, then this is the podcast for you. Happy New Year! I hope that this year has more charms than challenges, but I do wish that whatever challenges you have this year can be turned into your charms. I just finished my chat on Facebook and Instagram Live. I was talking all about the five-day free 2021 homeschool vision challenge. I'm excited. Me talking about it with other people, that gets me excited to reimagine my own homeschool. I was talking about how easily things change in the beginning of our homeschool years. Like for me, I had three little girls and a baby, an eight-month-old baby son. And now I have a 12-year-old son who's homeschooling. My 17-year-old is officially still homeschooling, but pretty much acts like an independent college student. She's about to leave. My oldest daughter is already gone. My third daughter is officially in high school this year, her first time ever in a real brick-and-mortar school. And everything's completely different than it was way back when. It's radically different. And every, every stage of their development shifts things. Every stage of my own personal development or how I grow up or how I become more me that has shifted how we homeschool. Obviously, actual life circumstances changes our homeschool. All sorts of reasons why our homeschool changes. And this year, I have never felt more eager to shape and form how I'm doing my homeschool. And the truth be told is I'm actually the most comfortable with a very self-directed learning approach than I've ever been before. I want to share with you more about that in my homeschool mama self-care page in my Facebook group. I have created a new group this year called homeschool mama support group and it's intended for us all to join together and encourage each other but I'm going to have my intention is to have monthly visits where we can get together and chat. It might take the form of a challenge. It probably will take the form of a challenge at some point where we are actually going to put into practice practical tips or tools that are actually going to shift our day-to-day homeschool experience. And we're going to keep each other accountable for that in this group, the Homeschool Mama Support Group. I also have this idea that maybe if people are interested, we could do like a book club, we could do maybe a podcast club, how come nobody's come up with that yet, or where we share all of our favorite podcasts and books, and maybe a glass of wine if anybody's into that, or bring your favorite, you know, beverage, and we could make that a monthly activity as I know that our homeschool mama socialization has taken a deep dive since this pandemic. I can tell you how amazing the timing has been to start a podcast, which I did before the pandemic, about two months before. Um, Great approach to homeschool mama socialization. 
and also to start coaching and creating courses online so that I can actually connect with other homeschool moms, I strongly recommend it. But if you don't have the fortitude to add homeschool coaching to the list of things that you want to do in 2021, or podcasting, or course creation, or writing a book, then hey, come, o- come over to my Facebook page, the Homeschool Mama Self-Care. Join the group, the Homeschool Mama Support Group, and we are going to find a way to create social opportunities with each other, but also actually support each other in our day-to-day homeschool mom needs. Today, I get to share with you the countdown, the top 10 Capturing the Charmed Life, that's my blog name, the Capturing the Charmed Life posts for this year. Every year, I look back and I check the stats and I say, hmm, this is what my readers are most interested in reading from me. And I must say, at times, I am intrigued. Must say that I am always learning so much about you, readers, when I actually do this post. What do people ask me about? What do they want to know from me? I definitely find out when I'm researching for this post. So this is both a post that I have on my blog, Capturing the Charm Life, and I am sharing it with you in podcast format. So the top 10 post for this year was the Homeschool Huga. Top 20 Self-Nurturing Strategies for the Homeschool Mama. I love this post myself, so I'm not surprised that this one is the 10th most popular post of the year. Because what is homeschool huga? I think a few cozy blankets on the sofa, burnt orange candles lit, the fireplace blazing toasty, and hopefully the fire detector isn't going off. And a little Palacis piece playing on Spotify. Palacis is just one of my favorite composers. Homeschool Huga. Those two words go together like synonyms, don't you think? And those two synonyms speak cozy all over. But what does Huga even really mean? It's a quality of coziness, says Merriam-Webster's Dictionary, that makes a person feel content and comfortable See what I mean? Homeschool, huga, synonyms, right? My top 20 homeschool huga practices, kitty cats, even if it's a hamster, cuddly furry things help kids focus. Can you imagine kitties in the kid's bedroom with math? That is a homeschool huga practice. My 15-year-old asked me for a finger monkey this year. Turns out I don't think that's a legal thing I can bring in to Canada. Santa does not have them on his sleigh. Tea is definitely a top 20 homeschool huga practice. Every homeschool has tea, right? But in the fall and winter, it is a must. Unless, of course, it's morning, then it's definitely coffee. Candles. Lots and lots of candles. It's just cozy. There was a World Candle Lighting Day. Yeah, there is one of those days. And I must say, it came just in time for the homeschool huga season. Fire! How about a nice fire? And I don't mean because your 12-year-old got also pyromaniac on you, but I mean that you have either a fire pit outside or a fire bowl, or maybe inside you have a fireplace. 
a wood-burning fireplace, cozy, so cozy. Nothing says cozy like a warming fire, workbooks, textbooks, pencils, and erasers in front of the fireplace, and pajamas. Does it need to be said that pajamas scream homeschool hookah? But what homeschool family isn't already using that practice, right? I tried to get my family into the matching Christmas pajamas. I love that idea. Nobody wanted to do it. My husband was willing if we had to do it. So I decided no. How about a morning skincare routine? We can get a little busy, but can we include maybe a skincare routine for us? I know I did just in time for my 45th birthday. Good thing I had teenage girls to kickstart that. Chocolate or wine? Two ounces of dark chocolate after dinner. Wine for weekends. Okay, truth be told, I've been eating a lot more chocolate than that lately. My goal is two ounces of dark chocolate after dinner. Hot food. Okay, well, I suppose we're all eating hot food, but freshly baked bread, maybe practicing to make Freshly baked bread, savory soup, crock pot creations. That's definitely homeschool huga practice, right? And if we have more time right now, why not learn something new? And fast food. No, I don't mean like in the fast food drive-in, although to be truthful, I have spent more time in the fast food drive-in in our town than I have at any other restaurant. And I have never done that in any year before. But fast food, maybe in a crock pot or in an Instapot, that's the kind of fast food I mean. Spotify, warming the sound waves. I love having a little musical backdrop no matter what I'm doing. Different music for different times of the day. How about a movie soundtrack for when the kids are reading together on the, on the couch with you? Or maybe you can find a playlist just for your morning studies. Or Friday night dance party. I won't admit that there are certain people on my dance list that my kids grew up with that they actually connect their homeschool history to that you, your jaw would drop. Okay, so how about a hot tub? And yeah. I don't have one either. But if you do, that would be a fabulous homeschool hookah practice. Choose your schedule. Definitely choose your schedule. A homeschool hookah practice. You don't have to do an entire eight to three day of homeschool together. You could actually finish by lunch. Or you could just take off an entire week. Or you can throw all the subjects into a hat and choose not to do one of them this week. A definite kid homeschool huga practice. Very soon, that homeschool season, I call homeschool huga season, is around the corner. So check out this top 10 post, the homeschool huga practices. Number nine for me was the basics of the Charlotte Mason homeschool philosophy. I did a post specific to Charlotte Mason because someone asked. And I love Charlotte Mason. If you haven't read about Charlotte Mason, I introduce you to her. She has so much to share with us about how to homeschool. 
before we officially took the kids out of school to home educate, I spent two years reading and reading all about homeschool. I read about classical homeschooling, child-led schooling, eclectic homeschooling, project-based homeschooling, even the confounding unschooling. I heard that Charlotte Mason focused on nature study. Until a homeschool conference where I listened to Catherine Levinson, I didn't know much about Charlotte Mason. The more Ms. Levinson shared, the more I realized I was already doing most of what Charlotte Mason suggested. I had come by her ideas on my own accord by watching my children's needs and rhythms. Undergirding Charlotte Mason's education philosophy, she is quoted, education is an atmosphere, a discipline, a life. Education is a discipline. That is the discipline of the good habits in which the child is trained. Education is a life nourished upon ideas. And education is an atmosphere. That is, the child breathes the atmosphere emanating from his parents. That of the ideas which rule his own life. She shares so much in different books that she has written about education and children. And there have been so many interpretations from so many homeschool gurus, mentors, coaches, bloggers, writers. Charlotte Mason teaches us that education is a discipline. Education is a life nourished upon ideas. Living books are used as curriculum choices rather than standard textbooks. Charlotte Mason encourages our kids to narrate what they've heard. If your kids can speak back what they've just heard, they've engaged the concept. So we expose them to tons of ideas and ask them to share what they've heard, and they come to integrate those thoughts. Charlotte Mason says that an education is in the atmosphere. See mommy be gentle, the child grows in gentleness. See mommy snap the child snaps. Now, I don't want to take all responsibility for my child's behavior, but what we set as the atmosphere does influence them. See mommy be eager to learn, the child is eager to learn. What we really believe, they will catch. The values we value, not the values we necessarily teach or preach, are the ones they truly value. And education is definitely in the atmosphere. Besides the fact that Charlotte Mason's values are similar to my own, I just enjoyed this method. It's just plain fun. Charlotte Mason has certainly charmed me, so she fits well in my attempt to capture the charmed life. The eighth most popular post this year was titled Looking at Self-Care Over 30 Years Homeschooling with Bonnie Landry. This was one of my podcast episodes. She, Bonnie Landry, is one of my very favorite homeschool mama encouragers. Bonnie has all the right words to remind us of what is true. This gal has been there, done that, and knows how to address the homeschool mama's heart with comfort and encourages us all to make joy normal. She says, That is her mission, to make joy normal. She encourages mamas to live simply, discipline with dignity, foster community, encourage others, 
This mission encourages others to be present to the people they love. It is possible to learn how to make joy normal. Her simple self-care strategy was remove that which creates angst in your life. This is probably your best operating tool than determining what you can do for me. We need to self-reflect on what that angst is. And if that means therapy, therapy is not a bad word. Wise words indeed. The seventh most popular blog post this year was a homeschool interview podcast episode number two with Isis Loran of Nature Homeschooling. My very first interview on the Homeschool Mama self-care podcast. Everyone liked to hear what Isis had to say as she homesteads and homeschools her four young children in this interview. I got to introduce you to an actual local friend of mine. She was somebody that I learned about online when I began in my interest in gardening and homesteading. I was looking for someone to teach me. And wouldn't you believe it, she was only miles down the road from me. Isis Loran's family spends a lot of time in nature because they also homestead. This is their fifth year homeschooling. And she writes at www.naturehomeschool.com. She offers curriculum reviews, book recommendations, and nature unit studies that will be available this year. We talk about the desire to work at home, but also the desire to homeschool and how to handle both. Since we homeschool mamas are also people outside our homeschool mama identity, we need to be aware of who we are outside of just that homeschool mom role. We talk about balance. We talk about her new nature unit studies and what homeschooling with littles is really like. Number six on my list was advice for new home learners. I had an opportunity to speak in front of provincial and national media this year. Whoa, what a hoot that was. If you knew me back in the day when I was in grade six and I wouldn't get on the stage, I would not take my big giant letter M so that I could make the word Christmas in Merry Christmas, you would be surprised. I've gone from not walking up on a stage to talking to the entire country about homeschooling. And a surprising addition for me personally this year is to learn how to be confident in media, even in podcasting. I shared a newspaper article that traveled all over my province in this post. I share some encouraging tips for new home learning families. Where are you at in your new home learning journey? Ready to send the kids on the big yellow school bus, I say? Oh, wait, there is no yellow school bus. This was written back in March. I feel you. Whether you've chosen homeschooling, had a forced experience with your kids at home, or are choosing homeschooling, these last few months in isolation have been a challenge for me, too. We're accustomed to a whole lot of time in dance lessons, curling practice, part-time jobs, youth groups, hanging with friends, or you get the idea. If you're new to the home learning environment, you may have quickly discovered that your home is not a school. No classroom here. No chalkboards or whiteboards. No recess or requirement to ask for the bathroom. You don't even have to get up out of your pajamas this morning. 
your home is not a school. In that Advice for New Home Learners post, I give a bunch of tips that I shared both in television clips and in also newspaper articles. The fifth post was creating a pandemic routine. Ha <laughs> ha! Pandemic routine. That was my pivot this year. How about you? Who knew we'd have homeschool in the pandemic? A pandemic brings unique challenges to each of our families. No kidding. Can't believe I wrote something so obvious. We might all be paddling on the same rough waters, but we're all having a very different experience in our boat on the waters. We all have this one benefit from this time. We are offered a blank slate to reimagine our lives. If you're reading this blog post or listening to it on the podcast, I'm going to remind you that this is the time you can re reimagine your life and even your family life too. How do you want to experience life? What do you want for your family? What's your goal in having a family? We can reimagine our children's education. We can observe our children, learn how they learn, ponder what is an education anyways. We can reimagine our daily existence. Instead of trying to fit everything into our world, like full-time job at home with full-time relationships at home and full-time school at home, <sighs> all the things we included in our world before the great paralysis or great pandemic, we can determine what we want to include in our days going forward. That one really got me thinking, that post. Really, the entire atmosphere of the pandemic and how I homeschool and how I engage challenging times in my homeschool. Number four on my list is the unexpected home learners coaching page. There were a few unexpected home learners this year, right? I did a giant pivot like everyone else in humanity. I turned my focus from homeschool mama self-care to enabling the unexpected home learner to do their thing with confidence, clarity, and vision. There's even an online course available for these new homeschool families that want to know how to get started. The coming year, I'll be offering a homeschool self-care course after my book is released. It'll be a retreat for the homeschool mama to evaluate and engage our self-care needs as we do our homeschool thing. And FYI, I'm also available for one-on-one -on -one coaching for anyone, new homeschooler or established homeschooler alike. Number three on my list was how to structure an academic education for a six-year-old. If you know me, you know I'm all about a self-directed education. A self-directed education that is facilitated by engaged, observing parents. This is just a sampling of how I think about actually providing that education. Number two on my list was Welcome to the Homeschool Mama Self-Care Podcast. It was my debut homeschool podcast episode, and it's been a hit. And I gotta say, it's been a hit for me, too. I have loved every minute of it. It's this mama's homeschool socialization tool in a pandemic. I've met so many interesting people, and no doubt about it, homeschool mamas need a regular dose of encouragement. 
and I'm so pleased to be part of it as I'm helping homeschool mamas turn their homeschool challenges into their homeschool charms. And number one on the list of the most popular blog posts this year is How to Homeschool 101, How to Create a Routine, Not a Schedule. No surprise, this is the most popular post of the year. A, because there was a pandemic, so the entire world homeschooled, even Ryan Reynolds. Do you know Ryan Reynolds? He's from Just Friends, or The Green Lantern, or a lot of other movies. It was hilarious to me to listen to celebrities like Ryan Reynolds talk about homeschooling. Everyone, everyone was homeschooling this year. So no surprise how to homeschool 101 was the most popular post. And also because everyone was also asking how to create a homeschool schedule. Good thing I've been through a pandemic before so I could share my knowledge on this, right? (laughs) But I gave everyone what I knew to give. How to create a routine and not a schedule in your homeschool. I also talk a little bit about that. In the course, I was sharing How to Homeschool 101, which can be found in my Facebook page, Homeschool Mama Self-Care. It has been a privilege to meet each one of you and to be part of your world this year. Of all the years, I could start a podcast. This was an interesting year to start one, but it's given me an opportunity to meet so many of you that I hope this podcast comes from my heart But I really do want to be able to encourage each one of you in your homeschool worlds so that we really all can turn our homeschool challenges into our homeschool charms. I wish for you and your kids a charmed homeschool year. We are rooting for you, 2021. Thank you for joining me today. I'd like to hear more about who you are, so come on over to my Facebook or Instagram page, Homeschool Mama Self-Care. And while you're there, you can check out the preview of my new book, Homeschool Mama Self-Care, Nurturing the Nurturer. All the show notes and the links of this episode will be found at www.capturingthecharmedlife.com.